talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. We told you the story a couple of weeks ago about uh, the tennis superstar from China, Peng Shui, and um, uh, very, very well known and, and respected in around the world and in, in women's tennis, and uh, 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 spoke out uh, a little while ago about a sexual assault from uh, at the hands of a official uh, within the Chinese Communist Party. And um, after that, she disappeared. And many were concerned of her whereabouts, most notably the Women's Tennis Association, which is on, they're making all the noise here. Uh, we'll ask Ellie about that in a sec. But anyway, so the Women's Tennis Association started raising the attention. Uh, a virtual meeting was held. Uh, the Women's Tennis Association not convinced. They knew this was a whole China setup. And although that may fly there, it doesn't fly in the free world. And now the Women's Tennis Association still not satisfied, uh, nor should they be, with what is going on. They have suspended events in China. To talk about this, Elliot Tepper, Professor of Political Science, Carleton University. Elliot is always Thanks for the time. I hope you're well. Oh, thank you, Scott. Same to you. So what does this mean? I understand there's like a dozen events in China that the WTA put on, including the final. So how significant is this? Well, it is significant in terms of the WTA because they had really pegged a lot of their future on cooperation, as have others, the NBA and others, on this gigantic China market and the willingness of uh, China to say, sure, we, we like this, uh, Come on in. We're we're open for this. The it's important to China to show that they can host such events. The WTA, I think, it signed up for something like ten forward-looking uh, championships. And they were going to have their final championships there, and there was going into a um, number of years going forward. And they've they've suspended it. They've come out and said, uh, yes, we we might lose a lot of money on this, but uh, we have to do it because the welfare of our of our people is paramount and we do not accept what we've seen so far that Madame Pong that Peng Shui is is uh, free and safe so uh, obviously uh, China is saying this is uh, the West making uh, bringing politics into sport and such uh, that being said where does this leave the Beijing Olympics the Olympics uh, do not seem to be threatened by this one of the interesting things is that uh, we have a case now of a superstar, but in China, it's not unusual. If you, I mean, the central message they're sending out is you don't mess with the party. Uh, yeah. So you may be a superstar, or Jack Ma may be a billionaire, and there's a famous actress. They can all be quieted. Uh, if you can make Hong Kong disappear <laughs> then, and, and get away with it without paying a penalty, then why not uh, another, another case, in this case a superstar, uh, popular at home. Their uh, position, as you pointed out, is, well, you shouldn't politicize uh, this. Sports shouldn't be a matter of, of politics. That's interesting. And uh, everything's going to go ahead. There may be some small diplomatic... Uh, this was before the disappearance of Madame Pong. There might be some some diplomatic fallout in that big names, the President of the United States may not show up. They'll send somebody lesser, and a number of other countries may not do the... Uh, the top diplomats there to help glorify this this Olympics, but the Olympics are highly likely to go ahead, as is the uh, all the major tennis stars in the world have now come out and said, "Hey, we don't like this," and uh, they're they're backing their uh, their hero, but the Chinese are just hanging tough. 
one of the things to note out of all this is that they have said it doesn't matter if the WTA plans to cancel. Everything is canceled because of COVID, except, Scott, the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, what, what does that mean? <laughs> well, so, exactly. so, so, Elliot, uh, the WTA, the Women's Tennis Association, cares. The IOC doesn't seem to care. That doesn't bother them. What about government? What about uh, other sporting uh, franchises or, or leagues? Are, are they speaking up? Will they speak up on this or just the WTA? The, the IOC says, oh, we care a great deal, but we're doing quiet diplomacy. We've talked to her now twice. We're going to meet her in January. That is ahead of the Olympics. And uh, uh, we, we're content. We think you know, she seems to be fine to us. So can uh, she get on a plane and come over uh, somewhere else then? I don't think we should uh, have a, a greeting party at Pearson waiting for her to land. The, yeah. She is not likely to be allowed to, to appear again um, in public, except in showpiece things that the party itself controls. Uh, she is not a non-person, but this is just a pattern of how China behaves when it comes to threats to the party. A second um, element of this, apart from... You know, you, you, the party has been basically attacked here. We're not going to accept it. We can act as we wish. A second thing that's gained some attention is that I've got a third, which is getting no attention. But the second is uh, the issue itself. There may be sensitivity in the party elite about is issues of sexual harassment. They may mm. not want this catching on. The Me Too movement may have some some strength in China. Uh, but only at a sub-rosa level below, you know, out of sight, because the Me Too movement flourishes in a democratic society with a dynamic civil society, open and free. That's not a description of Xi Jinping's China. So this is liable to go nowhere unless it gets traction with the Me Too movement? It doesn't look like that's like, I think they're concerned about that aspect of it. But the main concern, and this is my third point, my main, I think their main concern for Xi Jinping is that this does not ultimately reflect badly on him because as much as they care about the Olympics being a showpiece, and why was it given eight years after they had one already? Nobody mm. else wanted to bid on it, but the, the, you know, a, the, the decision to put it there can now be, uh, let's say, retrospectively questioned. But the main thing for him is that next year, there's the 20th Party Congress where he expects to be coronated, you know, president for life, basically. Yeah. That, that he's going to now be institutionalized, not just in the Constitution and not just in, in the Pantheon, as, as just happened. But his main concern right now, I think, is can this, any, can this or anything else come along that could possibly derail that Congress, which will then uh, support him you know, into the future, He's made enemies in China. Will this in any way whatsoever be a contentious issue that opponents within the party, and it's only within the party, of course, uh, could use to block mm. his, his uh, investiture as you know, president for life? Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com.